Welcome to the Our Safe Harbor Church podcast. Here you can listen to our Sunday sermon, Monday morning message, and midweek Bible study. We hope you will consider subscribing, sharing, leaving a review, but please be sure to check out our website at www.OurSafeHarbor.com to learn more about us and find ways to get involved. Our Safe Harbor Church, we are with you wherever you are. to share part three of my thoughts on prayer. And uh, this last one I want to talk about is um, not just prayer, but unanswered prayer, or oh, maybe we should say prayers not answered the way we wanted. Now, I had a grandma, and some of you will remember my grandma is very loving and kind, God-fearing, loving grandma. And everyone loved grandma. She had sucking candies in her purse, and everybody um, wanted to call her grandma, which pretty much did. We all wanted to sit by grandma also. She let us draw pictures in her row. If you sat in my dad's row, there was no drawing pictures at all. My grandma also had an un, uh, unlimited supply of cookies. And uh, that was just kind of grandma. She had a typewriter at her house. So if we needed to type anything, um, and then she would make us scones for breakfast. So that, that was my, my grandma. She had a car and she had nothing to do with her time except wait on us children who needed a ride somewhere. And, oh, Grandma lived in the same farm as we did. And um, so she was pretty much perfect, except at Christmas. Now, back in the day, we didn't really celebrate Christmas like a lot of people do nowadays. Um, we did get a gift, but it wasn't the overwhelming um, part of our life as Christmas and Christmas decorations. And we didn't sing Christmas carols. And now I know you're all kind of freaking out about that. But there is life without Christmas. Not much of one, but there, there is life. We did have the Sears and Roebuck catalog and our entertainment, we didn't have TV either. Our entertainment was circling things in the Sears and Roebuck catalog. Now we would sit at night and read um, and reading a catalog is loosely considered reading because there are words in there, but we would circle and we would just dream about what we would want as a child based on the Sears and Roebuck catalog. Now, grandma, did not take into consideration the heart needs and the wants of a 10 year old girl. And at Christmas, when we got our wonderful one gift to open, can you imagine the delight in the heart of a young child to open a crocheted granny squared vest, just my size. Now, I understand that if you hug a child long enough, you can estimate how big of a vest to make them. So if someone's hugging you and they like to crochet, beware, you might get a vest. But how as a 10 year old, um, do you verbalize appreciation and thank you for something you didn't want, you didn't ask for, and you don't really even wanna think about wearing? Now remember, she lived in the same farm as us and she would expect us to wear it and we would wear it. So let's take some time to think about prayer in that same venue, thinking about my grandma. Um, Unanswered prayer is is kind of kind of like grandma and the vest. Okay, now we talk about prayer and we often talk to God, similar to how we talk to ourselves with the circles around the Sears and Roebuck catalog. I want this. I would like that. I need those. Uh, I need three of this other. So. God has the audacity then to not answer our prayer according to our wants and what we circled. 
but he has the audacity to give us a crocheted granny squared vest. So one thing stands out to me about unanswered prayer. We often feel we had the answer before we prayed and we just are telling God about it. Instead of asking questions and asking God's idea, we have everything itemized with asterisks and circles and what size. But you know, the interesting thing I learned about the crocheted vest was my relationship with grandma was much more important than the granny squared vest. Okay, now think about that. My relationship with my grandma was much more important than the granny squared vest. And if we take that to think our relationship with God is more important than getting what we want. It's all about relationship. Now, I do struggle with appropriate and time. Yet the one who created the earth and all that's in it does not seem to blink on how to teach us to wait for his timing if we really look for it. Think of an egg hatching. Now, if you help out the chick as it is it's trying to get out, if you help it, it'll kill it. So the struggle coming out of that shell is what helps the chick develop what it needs to survive. So can you imagine the chick being in the shell, starting to peck and it prays for God to get him out? Uh, my beak hurts, I'm tired, I hear all the fun happening outside, I just wanna get out of this shell. Well, let's, let's try another thing that God created. Let's try the butterfly. So the butterfly, the caterpillar, crawls up the milkweed plant or wherever it's gonna make its cat co cocoon and slowly over, a time period, it forms from the inside out to this incredible, beautiful butterfly. Now, if butterflies don't struggle getting out of the cocoon when it's time, their muscles do not develop and they cannot fly once they are free. So God provides us with examples of unanswered prayer in nature if we really just slow down and look for it. And 2 Corinthians reminds us that we walk by faith, not by sight. So really, we stand by as a chick pecks its way out of a shell and a butterfly slowly emerges. You know, biology class wasn't wasted on us. But when we start talking to God about making us wait for answers to prayer, or it's really not what we wanted, we forget that he has showed us all around his creation that it's not just about what we want, it's about the bigger picture. In other words, he reminds us that it's more about the relationship to him, with him, than that crocheted vest that we might be holding that we didn't think we wanted. God desperately wants a relationship with him. God never portrayed himself through time as a, as a list checker. Rather, he focuses on relationships and developing character by waiting, or like with the butterfly, building the muscles to let it fly. Now, Ecclesiastes has, um, in 311, we, we read it, we hear it, we think about it, but we don't maybe believe it. He has made everything appropriate in its time. He has set eternity in their heart, yet so that man will not find out the work which God has done from the beginning to the end. That's that time and appropriate that we need to understand, but we're kind of impatient. I often pray to avoid the crocheted vest of life. I, I don't want the beak pecking moments, but what if I asked God for situations that would make me stronger, that would bring me closer to him, that would help me develop muscles to fly tomorrow rather than just get answers for today to satisfy my Sears and Roebuck circles around all the stuff I think I want. 
Walking by faith and seeking eternity in my heart is so much more about relationship than anything else. It's just like having a relationship with grandma was more important than the crochet gani stitch vest. So is a relationship God so much more important than my perception. And yes, I'll admit that, that I've had to move the checklist in my mind to, to change my focus on thinking because God threw me a crocheted vest and that's not what I wanted. I really wanted a new pair of shoes, but I don't know what God knows. And just like the chicken, the butterfly do not understand why they must struggle. Once they get past the eggshells in the cocoon, it makes all the sense in the world. So walking by faith isn't easy and no one will find out what God has done from beginning to end till much later in life, if ever. But a relationship with God is intended with prayer and it's our job to work harder on that relationship through prayer. It's more than crocheted vests. Have a great one.